oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. Hey everyone, welcome to another scary round of the Screener Squad. That's right, it's me and Patience back again. Patience, say hi. Hi. Um, I don't know if we would call it a scary round other than like, we should rename Screener Squad to Nick and Patience Watch Shitty Movies. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, me, of course, being the said Nick that has watched a shitty movie, uh, really burying the lead there, Patience. Uh, yeah, so we're <laughs> reviewing the movie Hollowed Ground today. And I found this interesting because... I, I hadn't recorded with you in a while, so I just kind of told you that, like, you know what, just pick whatever you want, and we'll just do a review together, and it doesn't even, it doesn't, doesn't even matter, and now I realize, like, yes, it does matter. It um, matters. Our friendship yeah. has been strained because you are responsible for this. I, I, I keep being responsible for this, apparently. I just don't pick winners. <laughs> well... Patience, would you like to describe the plot or summary of Hollowed Ground? Um, so here we have a married couple that are going away for a romantic weekend um, because they're trying to repair their relationship because uh, one of the ladies um, cheated on her wife. Um, and they find themselves, I don't know, I guess they're just airbnb it in the middle of, you know, nowhere. And they find themselves in the middle of some sort of land battle between a Native American tribe and racist white people. Yes. And uh, that pretty much covers the initial premise. Uh, of course, we have complications as they are staying in what was it the uh, the woman on the uh, uh, Indian reservation side they're staying at her house cabin yeah resort, yeah whatever the hell it is yeah and um, they're like don't cross the trest don't cross don't, the line don't cross into the property don't like you don't trespass whatever you do don't press trespass onto uh the other family's line uh which had some sort of regnant name like buchanan but it wasn't buchanan like berman I, yeah something Bowman. like that yeah 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 so, uh, something like that started with a b mhm and so Guess what? Of course, they do cross the line. Although this one, it wasn't intentionally. They just kind of do it by accident. Like, and suddenly, uh, I guess it, it counts even if a toe goes in. Like, it's like it's all on technicalities in this uh, in this place. And I love that. Like, apparently, when you cross the line, you are uh, according to this ancient deal that they that they have uh, struck. You are forfeit. They have claim to you. And they can decide within twenty four was it forty eight hours to, to to get the uh, to take claim of you and you and any guests should you have them, which I thought was interesting until one of their said guests show up, which isn't even a guest because he's there against their will, but yet he counts as a guest, which is uh oh the guy that uh the one wife cheated on the other with, and this 
is kind of like it sounds like there's like there's some stuff here to be sure of like what what could have been uh i like the one thing i will say about uh, what i did like was that the uh, the the married couple i was like oh it's a it's a a, a lesbian couple and it was uh didn't feel like uh like that was like it was forced or anything. It was just kind of like oh and and this is a story that could easily have been, uh you know oh, husband cheats on wife or whatever. But they just kind of like in fact sometimes I I I, I during the dialogue I was wondering if like this part was written as a straight relationship before and was just replaced uh because it so fits in with the uh, cheated on you stereotype uh, that I see all the time. Uh, but I did like that they brought up something that I don't think a lot of films actually bring up, which was, uh, one of them is, uh, is actually not, a, one of them is bi. And that seems to cause some tension in the relationship too, because she brings up in the LGBTQ community. They sometimes are, uh, they, they don't, hmm, how do I say this? They don't, like they they don't have as much respect for uh for people that are bisexual if 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 you're if they are gay because they uh it depends it's they feel like it's a that they're making their decision a choice when it's not a choice for them but in my i would say it's not even a choice for them that they're attracted to both genders it's pretty weird and i actually have some experience with this because i have dated two bisexual women in my life and both of them had this to where they don't when they go out to uh, uh, a, a, they they have two different friend groups. One they are gay in, and one they are straight in, and they never the twain shall meet because their gay because uh, their gay friends won't don't like the, the the straight aspect of her life. And the it's like the Capula and the Montagues only with penises and vaginas. Um, <laughs> but they barely touch on it in the very beginning, like. And I, th- I thought, like, oh, well, this is kind of interesting conflict of, like, not only is it, it might not have been a big deal if she cheated on her with another woman, but it was like, but a man? Like, man. Oh, no. How so- dare you? Mm-hmm. So I kind of like that there's like, oh, this could have some levels. I mean, it doesn't really go anywhere, but, like, it had the potential to go somewhere. Uh, I don't know, Patience, what did you feel about the couple themselves? Um, it, it was really difficult for me to just get past the terrible, terrible acting in this movie. Uh, no, like, honestly, I, I, there was at one point there's like this little kid with a dead cat and I felt like the little kid was probably the best actor in the whole damn movie. Um, Oh, uh, Mr. Blinky Face McGee. Yeah, Mr. Blinky. That's what I was calling him too. That kid. That kid cannot stop blinking. He needs some uh, clear eyes. Uh, like. yeah, some eye drops or something. Um, the couple themselves. I mean, really, the whole entire movie is based on the whole idea that they're a lesbian couple and one of them cheated uh, with a man, and um. I just literally that way. I mean, this, this movie is a hundred and 17 minutes long. And I want to say a hundred of those minutes were spent on their relationship. It was just to the point where I was like, okay, I get it. They're, they're lesbians. Big deal. Like, okay, can we move on from that? Like, can we move on <laughs> from this whole like subplot that you're trying to like shove down our throats? I, I, 
it's just I don't see how they it would be any different than you know any other couple um or their relationship it's oh they're women Ooh. Um, yeah, at least when we watch backcountry one of them had the decency to get eaten by a bear thank yeah right exactly <laughs> um and and sooner in the movie, I felt like this was just it was about their relationship. I at one point, it just felt like softcore porn to me. Well, at a certain point, when one uh, uh, one of the couples in the bathroom like uh, sexing herself up to like what I thought was going to be like, is she going like, to give her a lap dance or something? And then they just kind of dance in the uh, middle of the room. <laughs> awkwardly yeah and then i thought like the that was one of the things too i was thinking of during that scene was that woman has an interesting tattoo which was not good because like even on a titillating level it was like yeah i have the internet so this is exactly as not ex- you know as exciting as it once would be it would have been if i was you know say 12 years old and watching this on skinamax where i feel like this belongs um yeah. Yeah, um, I feel like uh, they almost sort of exploited the whole lesbian thing, unfortunately. Well, that's the uh, the, the the mark that the the uh, what's it the, the the redneck side of thing the redneck redneck side of the conflict are basically that's their main hook of like you're sin and debaucherous and uh, one of them is like ah you've you've had men but you've never had me before maybe I can fix you like that's. It regards them as inc- incredibly in the evil category. I just thought it was weird that wh- when it was so much about the relationship, their relationship doesn't seem to have anything to do with the main conflict between these two groups. Like exactly. not even a met- not even a metaphorical sense. Like it's not even like representative of their relationship in any way. So it's just like two separate things that are just never really coalescing. Exactly. And uh, speaking of the bad acting, I would say that our couple were, I thought like, oh, this is not going to be good. But they ended up being better than some of the other people in here. One, including uh, uh, the actual, the the owner of the home they stayed in. I forget her name. Oh, my God. The Native American chick? Yeah. She was terrible. Oh, my gosh. So Uh, bad. (laughs) I want to talk about that that's the way she sounds like it's just like um okay how many pauses do you need before between (laughs) between words (laughs) Mm -hmm. trying to be like super i don't know philosophical but like i don't know it just seemed hokey to me well i that's why i thought (laughs) i actually liked the um redneck uh you know uh guy look like he was from duck dynasty which Uncle Sandy. <laughs> Uncle Sandy. I thought I like I liked him a lot actually because at first he came off as super creepy, <laughs> like uh, oh so y'all to together lack. Oh okay. <laughs> well, well it, it, it doesn't matter to me. I'm what you call progressive. Progressive. Uh, I say all what uh, you just love who you should love, and that's what I think. And I'm like that's interesting because the words you're saying are are indeed progressive and the right words, but you're saying it in a way that makes me think you're also simultaneously committing a sex crime. So <laughs> he was my favorite character because I felt like he was just sort of like. You remember um, what Billy Bob Thornton's character in Sling Blade? He just reminded me. Yeah. He kind of, he just kept reminding me of that. Like, just like, uh, like this, like super, like just 
not quite their redneck, you know? Mm-hmm. That's also surprisingly, like, it, you know, progressive, like, like he said. Well, the director of this film is actually uh, Miles Doliak, I think is how you pronounce his name. And you'll recognize him because he actually plays the main bad guy in this, Bill Barham. Uh, he actually is a, an actor like this. I don't know sure how many th- other things he's directed, but he's actually been in a lot of other movies uh, in, you know, acting wise. He was actually in something called Santa Jaws that I'm very interested in now. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> so we are yeah. not doing Santa Jaws. So that's that uh, explains to me why he gets so much dialogue that basically is the same thing over and over again. Like, it's always this, the different version of this is our land, we have a right to it, uh, you're evil and debaucherous, and we uh, will cleanse you and become strong. Uh, and there also might be some spiritualist thing going on, because I think the ghost Indian, some ghost Indian shows up twice. But even then, I'm kind of like, wait, is that is he a ghost? And then he's gone. I'm like, I guess that, I guess it doesn't matter. And... Yeah, so, this... so many nonsensical plot devices. And, you know, I, I know this is going to sound super pretentious, but as somebody who studied classical Latin in graduate school, their, their Latin, their Latin chants were cracking me up. Like I was literally laughing out loud because at one time, at one point they just, okay. So the rednecks are also like apparently a dragon cult of some kind. I don't I know. That was like it was a racist thing. Like, don't they call the uh, Ku Klux Klan members dragons or wizards yeah. or some shit? Yeah, I think it's wizard. I don't, oh, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a fucking racist, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but at one point, they're like, Salve, Securos, Dracones, over and over again, which basically says, Hello, Secure Dragon. <laughs> Hello, Secure Dragon. Thought I'd hop in and say hi. I'm doing fine. <laughs> You're just like, What? They're like, Sanguine, Sanguinous, Abandonous Dust. And it's like, uh, the, the blood of the blood. Abandon it. It, it, it abandons. It's it's just casual. You got to realize that the the dragon and them are actually kind of like pen pals. Only instead of like writing letters, it's <laughs> satanic uh, rituals. So <laughs> they got to keep it pretty short so and you know like, and friendly. Hello, secure dragon. Why is th- why is the blood of the blood abandoning us, or why does it abandon? <laughs> yeah. So this movie almost has nothing really to offer anyone. Uh, of anything there's not enough there's not even enough titillation of like ooh, they're lesbians and that's taboo there's not even enough of that to really uh, uh to satisfy uh you know like the baser instincts and even the like you said the relationship stuff is pretty boring and the acting is very inconsistent they don't really do anything we've never seen before and i gotta tell you even though like if you first time filmmakers you really gotta really nail down what characters are doing and why because you know i can buy that a character will sacrifice themselves for somebody but not a person that we've established is a monster like <laughs> like the 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 ex-boyfriend and the or the 
uh, lover, like ex-lover in this that uh, they, one of them cheated uh, with, uh, he turns out to be like a stalker, just crazy, obsessed fucking monster. And then they kind of like ha- they have a decision like, oh, we should go back and save him. And I'm like, okay, I might believe this if he was just kind of a generic douchebag, but he actually like was very much like, oh yeah, we need a restraining order. This is... This is uh, not good. Like his, he was like claiming her as her own, and like I, you know, I know you love me. Why are you still wearing my necklace? God love me. So, yeah, I can't buy it if like if that's the main premise of why we're not leaving is because we want to save this guy, the one of the worst characters we've been introduced to. So, yeah, it's just it's a weird thing that you just don't buy why people are doing the things that they're doing. Yeah, I, I, the motivations are just incredibly convoluted and un, unclear, and just don't make any sense in in the real in the real world scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as far as the torture elements go, of like being captured or uh, the satanic rituals or stuff, it's pretty tame. Like, there's not even a whole lot of gore. Obviously, they didn't have a lot of money, so it it went in mostly into uh, long shots long shots of a field and forest and to filming uh, our director giving a bunch of speeches i did love how like no matter what was happening he was never he was always it was one thing that one thing would happen and then he would make a speech and then another thing would happen and then he would make a speech there was no beat that wasn't uh it, that there wasn't one of his speeches in between <laughs> like he's just constantly talking yeah yeah I, I and I think it was just a lot of self-aggrandizing because he's the director, so and he's the star, and you know it was you know him making himself the the center of attention as far as and then I mean his wife, the you know it, that whole relationship just didn't really make any sense, which led to the ending, which didn't really make much sense i mean holy shit the ending of this okay so i I won't spoil what exactly happens in the ending but there is a time jump and they have the they have the uh the gall to cut to six months later like we give a shit right the the audacity the the hubris the the this move was some (laughs) complete hubris of going to like and six months later no fuck you not six months later and this movie show me credits you piece of shit yeah and and did i mention this movie's 117 minutes long which if it was good would be fine but like they could have easily cut half an hour out of this movie yeah this was definitely a short film like the short film that got bloated up to an hour I mean, it's just, ugh. Well, I feel like I'm kind of done kicking in the dick. What about you, Patience? Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, I don't even think I have a rating for this one, to be honest. I mean, I think I'd rather watch Elves again. (laughs) What was Elves? What? Oh, it was, don't even, oh, it was bad. All right. I'll assume it was something on the level of Jurassic Dead. Yeah, uh, but uh, I'll tell you what I'm gonna. I would give this movie like a like a two out of five just for like basic competence of like, hey, it was a story. It had a beginning, middle, and end. But that ending is like, oh no, you don't get you don't get away scot free from this. Six months later, no way. You you earned yourself one 
alternative porn title of the movie out of five, <laughs> in which the alternative porn title would definitely be uh, Hollow Hollow Pound would be the one. <laughs> and I would I would recommend Hollow Pound. Hollowed Ground, skip. Hollow Pound, uh, definitely take a look. Which, I am not googling that but i'm pretty sure there's probably i mean it's gotta be a thing right it's gotta be yeah i'll tell you what we're gonna take a we're gonna we're gonna go and uh you guys uh you know thanks for listening and we're gonna go uh do a quick google image search there's gotta be how hallowed pound hollow pound i'm not you're all right you're you're gonna do the risky click It's up to you. I'm gonna send it to Justin. I don't want to do it today. Okay. 